This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Welcome to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly. It's like not at all marketed as like a car for a woman or for a mother. And like I put a freaking stroller in the front. Like good for us. And Liz. It's one thing to like receive a DM saying like how they appreciate what we're doing. Having a person stand in front of you and look you in the eyes and say that. I mean, I cried multiple times. Your mom time off starts now. Welcome back to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. And this is our first episode we're recording post-auto show. So take a deep breath, sis. We made it. I had so much fun listening to Tuesday's episode. Like, I feel like I was a time traveler because it was yeah. like that was that episode was pre-auto show. But really, like when we're listening to it, it was post-auto show. And I think things tracked. Yeah. Did I was we- like, yeah. I mean, the auto show was amazing. It was iconic. It was a dream come true. And it was, all in all, a blast. It was such a movement and a historic event. And I think, like, to, so the point of today's episode is we do want to do a pretty big, like, auto show recap. Um, but then we also still have some other things we're going to talk about. Like, I have a few, like, random talking points I want to give updates on. I actually have three industry news stories that, like, need to be said. Oh, okay. So um, we're, like, doing it all. You have a millennial word, and I that's do. all. I mean, we can try to pull a ditch to the drive thread of somewhere. No, I'm sure we can check the voicemail. So Always anyway. good stuff in there. <laughs> so anyway. Before we, like, jump right in to the auto show recap, I do just, like, want to get our millennial word out of the day. Oh, please. I think we just, like, have to do our lessons before we can do the fun stuff. Right, 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 right. Um, and it's not so much a word as it is just, like, a thing that is in the Gen Z world. Mm-hmm. And I think it's something that we need to talk about. And it's e-girls and e-boys. Right. I don't think we've ever talked about that. I don't think we have. Um, and I don't... I kind of under I understand who they are. I don't understand why there's a term for them, but I think that's just like what they do. So um, the terms e-girls and e-boys are slang terms for young men and women, respectfully, who are active Internet users, often stereotyped as emo styled anime and gaming fans trying to get attention on social media. Wait, so are we e-girls? Um, I, we're not e-girls. But another... Another explanation is an e-boy is an extremely online male teen who regularly posts on TikTok or Instagram while wearing grunge or emo-styled clothing. So I would say we're not e-boys or not Mm e-girls because we are not like into like the emo-esque fashion. We were though. We were. But I think honestly like everyone went through an emo stage like that teenage dirtbag trend just goes to show that like even though we all thought we were like different and like like all-time low and like 303 like we were all living the same childhood and we were all pick me girls we were all pick me girls we didn't have words for it back then but but yeah no i've heard i know e-girls and it's like you know when you see them kind of thing yeah i think like e-boys oftentimes like have their fingernails yes and they have like little like cross earrings and they're just like always like doing like 
they're just those like annoying like you've probably seen them like when we had tiktok they were just like always like lip syncing to like and like trying to like be like cute and like licking their lips way more than they should and like biting their lips and then you're like you're 17 what is happening here it's just not it's not it yeah it was um it was really annoying it was very picky boys are more chaotic than e-girls i think so too i think that e-boy is more of a slang or is more of a um slander than e-girl yeah i agree um because e-girls aren't really doing anything that different that other girls would do i feel like except maybe they dress a little bit more grunge and i are into more like anime i guess and i don't really know so so keep your eye out so okay so that's that's really that um i do also need to apologize we are recording in our podcast studio which is in my home which is in a new construction neighborhood and they just happen to be building the house right next door to me so if you hear any heavy machinery um i'm sorry there's one there's nothing i can do about it no. i did ask that they turn the music off which they graciously did so thank you well, they were blasting workers. the music they were blasting the music um okay i have like two before we get into the auditor recap kind of like going off of like gen z tings i had like two updates so on the episode we were talking about the great hate or the hate eight of um (laughs) yeah i mean they're just building a house i don't know okay anyway so when we were doing the hate eight of millennial trends and we were like what is today's al oh yeah this is huge this is a huge revelation it's smiley faces it's smiley faces what is wrong with us like and like I think there's no I'm wearing smiley faces I think it's so cute but then when someone says it like that I'm like oh my gosh I'm just I'm fool me once shame on you fool me twice shame on me like I'm just doing I it know, again I'm doing it again Elizabeth I know we are going to look back in 10 years and be like oh my gosh it's so 2020 to like be obsessed with smiley faces and like cutesy cartoony stuff and you know what um like stars I think is like it's not as viral as chevron was but like you know what print is kind of like doing it oh i kind of want to think about it for a second can you give me a hint uh skater i don't know like check check you know like the like like the black and white van checks but like people are putting on like everything like colored shirts that are just like a checks shirt Mm. is it not check what is it called no i know what you're saying i'm not sure if that's sweeping then it's it's yeah you're right it's not as viral as chevron but yeah like yeah i don't know i'm not i i'm oh, totally well, with you on this the not a, well the e-girls well, e- are but the, e- the emos the emo style the grunge that's always been like those classic vans like those have always been the look i just think like skater girl is like kind of like well i guess that's 90s though or that's 2000s yeah skater girl skater girls i think never been truly out okay this is another like trend that's coming back that okay is flying under the radar but vogue put out an article that says tiny little ballet flats are going to be big this fall oh so and then like i saw an instagram reel saying that like ballet flats are the thing because like a ton of celebrities and people in europe have been spotted wearing them like you know them they're just like the tiny little ballet flat they're i like them like just paired with like whatever just like a flat see yeah well it's like it's like the baggy jeans with like a flat which is good because we were in like such a chunky chunky shoe moment that it was like kind of getting out of hand so i'm kind of excited to see an option for a ballet flat no ballet flats should never have and like i don't think they ever went like totally out of style but it definitely wasn't like chic or trendy to wear them but like a ballet flat is such a 
like why are we so scared to have practical fashion like that is such a practical thing to wear Mm -hmm. but i also think like loafers kind of did that and i still like love a loafer yeah i like loafers too I'm just like, you just like think of like, okay, Belle, like I swear, like I just got rid of my ballet flats like two years ago. I know. I know. They definitely, they definitely had like a crazy moment. And the way that I knew that, that, that like, I remember that they had a crazy moment was rewatching Vampire Diaries when like all Elena Gilbert ever wore were ballet flats mm-hmm. and like seeing them on her with her skinny jeans and her cami like pulled over her skinny jeans. I'm like, that's a tough look. But I think that their way that they're introducing ballet flats back into the world now, I'm like so here for it. Yeah. And also just like with a skirt, like with a little midi dress, mm-hmm. like they're kind of darling. So I anyway, just wanted to give those like Gen Z millennial updates. OK, let's now talk about the auto show. Let's talk about the setup. Let's talk about the day. Let's talk about all the things. OK. Setup was exhausting, but really but like fun in a way. It was just kind of like a rush. Yeah, it was just really hard because we couldn't the dealership didn't close until Saturday at six. And like they were open for business and it was also the last Saturday of the month. So like they were busy. They were like busy and like grinding and like I didn't want to be disruptive and like start blocking in cars that like a salesperson or a customer would need. So we couldn't really start. We also couldn't really start taking cars from dealerships too soon either because like I mean there was a lot of cars we were just like praying wouldn't sell so we could have like the Tahoe almost sold. Thank goodness it didn't. I know. Um, so we were able to get it but it was that was a little that was a little stressful so like once like 5 30 hit like we just kind of like took charge and we're like we just we we have to move yeah so we went to all the dealerships and started gathering the cars we had some other dealerships drop off some of their cars and once all once we had all the cars like it was like that was a moment for me when i was like oh we have a ton of cars like and we, we had a ton of cars we had the list so like we knew what we had but it was also just like seeing all of the cars in one spot like mm-hmm. even i was like dang i wish we had time to like do tours right now or I do know. like side by side comparison videos because like we had them all we right had there. them all yeah and we really did we had we had a lot of used car new cars but then we also did have some used vehicles that were at least the current body style and i think people actually liked that too mm-hmm. and of course like i'm over here just like trying to find whatever's on the used car lot so i was like we were literally filtering all of suntrip's inventory by 2020s and newer yeah and like then we would just write down out of those what we wanted mm-hmm. and it was kind of cool too because a lot of the time we f- when we tour cars we either it's by getting sent or at auto shows or at events they're like the top like they're like the top of the line like the nicest version these some of them were even used not all top of the line and um we were also able to link directly back to the inventory so you could see like hey here's a used 2020 tahoe like this is what it's going for yeah and so I thought that was kind of like a cool touch. Like most of the cars were for sale too, which in this hot market, it's like. Yeah, I think all but two, really. Three, if you count my car. Yeah. Were for sale. Um, which was, which was, I think was really cool. And it was cool because like then we could, we had every car had a QR code. So then like on, on the back end, like we could see which cars people inquired about the mm-hmm. most, which was also just like, I think helpful for not Good only for the us, dealerships, yeah. but like the Grand Wagoneer had the most scans, mm-hmm. which surprised me. I think a lot of people were just in tr- like I think a lot of people were like price checking too on things it was like what does this car go for yeah no I get that and we didn't have that on the Wagoneer because Jeep actually sent us that so yeah. but people that was like by far the highest one that was what was the second the carnival? um uh, I don't know that I don't know off the top of my head carnival was high palace I tell your eye yeah I mean you know the big the big hitters um 
And I think there was cars there that people were excited and surprised by. Like when I was taking pictures, I always ask people like, so what car, like what did you, like, have you checked out the cars? Like, did anything surprise Mm -hmm. you? A lot of people really liked the Lincoln Navigator, Mm -hmm. which I mean, again, that's like a luxury full size SUV. So, I mean, there's a lot to like about it, but we, we weren't able to have an Escalade there. Um, So that was kind of like our super luxury full yeah. SUV and it was beautiful they also Dave Sinclair Ford here in St. Louis also sent like the most beautiful cars on their freaking lot like we had a Ford Lightning we had a couple of Broncos we had a Defender yeah we had crazy cars we had a yeah. Tesla yeah we had a Tesla we had a lot of really cool cars and um like one of awesome. the most iconic things of the auto show were so we had about like 15 or 17 car seats and then Mockingbird was one of our sponsors of the event and they they gave us four car seats to put in cars to show like spacing so I told Tyler I was like just go put these in cars strollers yeah sorry strollers I said go put these strollers in the trunks of cars but I want you to for sure put one in the front the front trunk of the lightning yeah so like here we are at an auto show and the Ford lightning which like if you go to any other auto you go to any other auto show it's like not at all marketed as like a car for a woman or for a mother and like i put a freaking stroller in the front like yeah good for us there's like fishing equipment in the back and like things like that so no literally no um it was great so then we had to move all the cars off the key a lot no not off we had to put them in different places on the key a lot and then arrange all of our cars so we had a great crew a couple of shout outs we had uh, both of our husbands, yep. our sister Grayson and her boyfriend drove up from Indiana to help and us. And they were very helpful. Super helpful. My friend Julia helped us. We actually she had great. a follower, a car mom follower who was just in Shannon. town. Shannon. She DM'd Kelly, um, hey, I'm coming in from New York and I'm coming alone. So like if you need any help. And we put Shannon to work. I don't know if Shannon knew what she would no but also i didn't know i just wanted to offer the chance shannon because i'm like yes like don't hang out by yourself like if you're here by yourself like just come like whatever at least eat pizza with us i had no idea we needed her so bad but she was also she was an er nurse so i think she just like this she she's good in high stress mm -hmm. chaotic situations and like she just girl stayed busy oh my gosh shannon was and then she she was like hey i can come tomorrow early and help again so she freaking worked our merch table Shannon worked right. on my, Shannon actually didn't get to enjoy the show at all because she was working the I entire know. And time. And then I felt so bad. Shannon's like, hey, I hope it's okay. I took a pack of magnets. And I'm like, Shannon, take all everything. the magnets. <laughs> take everything. Take Shannon. anything you want. <laughs> she was amazing. So Shannon, if you're listening, thank you so much. Yeah. She's now on the committee. Yeah. We want I I can't I can't have an auto show without her. Like, I know. Need she Shannon. She was great. Um and so uh after that we went home. Neither one of us slept and um I woke up the next day and got to the dealership around 7.30 to unlock it and sort of just look at what we did. Kelly woke up with feet that were so swollen from her pregnant self standing for way too long. Yeah, I was... It was Friday and Saturday. We were basically like at the dealership, standing on asphalt, working, moving cars. And it was just a lot of my body. And I also like was a little stressed and like having a little mom get with my kids because it was like another... It was now like like the sixth day in a row my kids had to go to a babysitter yeah which made me feel i mean we we worked seven days in a row like it was just a lot Mm -hmm. so i just felt bad so like i wanted to spend the morning with them and i couldn't get them to to the babysitter's house until i think 9 30 so i'm like i'm just gonna like tyler and liz were like we'll go like you stay take a shower get ready and then i showed up to the dealership which which i really needed that because i was i mean i know you guys were tired too but yeah, no, I mean, you you knew you were going to have... Like, it was just like a very long day, and especially 
it was going to be a very long day, but especially for you, just like wanting to not only needing to be on, but wanting to just be on to like give everyone the true Kelly Stumpy experience. Yeah. One more shout out that I forgot to give in case he ever listened to our podcast. Corey. Oh, was Corey. Really, Corey, we had a porter for, or he used to be a porter at one of the dealerships and it's just a total stud at moving stuff around he came in no and like cory had to because like we moved to the cars and i was like okay i want all the three row suvs here and like you don't realize how hard it is to actually line cars up so they mm-hmm. look good mm-hmm. and like we wanted five cars in this section so like we're not out here with tape measures so we're just eyeballing like what a good distance looks like apart and the first time we did it it looked like crap yeah Corey's like do you want my psychosis to kick in now and we're like yeah so he just like was moving car i mean he would get out and he would like look at the lot i mean he made the lot yeah he made it look so we good. moved cars he like made the lot look beautiful yeah um okay so then the next day i got there early tyler got there early we were getting all the cars ready our event planners um and i think one th- one thing that like dad told called tyler and you to do which was something we were not planning on doing he said open up all of the doors yeah. and the trunk on every single car mm-hmm. which i was like oh they don't do that at the auto show like that's weird like people can open up the own doors but there was something so inviting about like all the doors being open i think it just made everything look better like when i pulled on the lot and saw and then you also clearly knew which cars you could like go into because yeah. it was a little confusing because it was a car lot so yeah. we had cars that were locked that weren't in the show or there was like even some service customers cars that were on the lot yeah so having all of the doors wide open i thought was such a good touch yeah um so we did that our event planners explore uh they came and they were rock stars we had all our vendors set up it was like it was electric yeah it was bumping um and there just came a point where like the balloon arch was getting set up the vendors were coming in the showroom was like alive and i just like had this overwhelming feeling of just like pride and excitement and I was like, this is freaking, that's when it first, I mean, like, this is freaking cool. We're doing, we're yeah. about to do something huge. It just really felt so good to put on an event for other people. And like, not that I want to yeah. like come off as like bragging on ourselves. Cause I'm on, I'm genuinely trying to do the opposite, but I just see like, so, and this is not also shade to other influencers. I just see so many other people, brands, influencers, anyone, they so many times throw an event for themselves and I really feel like this was not an event for us. Like, I wasn't Mm -hmm. celebrating anything. I wasn't like, look how amazing I am. I'm like, we're just going to get 40 cars here. And like, you guys are going to be able to come look at cars without salespeople breathing down your neck. You're able to see strollers in there. You're going to be able to shop vendors, Mm -hmm. enjoy like a boba tea. Yeah. And like, just live your best life. Yeah. I had some really cool conversations with some women who were just like, this is some a lot of them were like hey i've already bought a car i just like wanted to come support or to what mm-hmm. whatever um they're like this is the way i want to shop for a car and i think like you know so many so much of the car mom in a way i so that i get tired of like talking about what it's like to be a woman in auto or what it's like to buy cars as a woman because i know that's like so much of my platform mm-hmm. but on some level i'm like well let's just talk about buying cars no matter who you are yeah and like i think one thing that we've done well is like that's a better way to car shop. Mm-hmm. Like what we put on is a better, more appropriate way to car shop for anybody. I agree. I totally agree. Um, and it, that's been like probably my biggest takeaway of the entire event of like, okay, getting all the cars in one place, not having anyone. It would be nice to have a rep there that could explain features, but wouldn't try and sell. It's the fact that like there was nothing. We weren't trying to push anything. No one was trying to push a sale. No one like 
there was nothing like that in the cars. I would. It would be nice if someone could be there to answer more questions because people were coming up to you asking questions. No, it would be nice if I could somehow replicate myself. Yeah. Um. But but I also like. But hats off to the the people came who came because you kind of talked about this. Also, like the car mom crew knows what to look yeah, for. Though, that like too. they actually, it was incredible. Like because we've been to auto shows, and we've been to auto shows when they've been open to the public, and I've sold cars. I've sold like I've seen thousands of car deals happen in my life. Mm-hmm. And I have never seen people look through a car more thoroughly yeah. than the car mom crew did. And it was I like, totally agree. you'd walk by the Honda Odyssey. There were six people in it and there were six people waiting to get inside of it. Yeah. And it was so like, that was like the biggest measure of success to me. I had my aunt asked me, what would a successful event look like? And I was like, if the people enjoy the cars, because yeah. the vendors are cool. Like, you know, if you want to meet me, cool. Like the music, the food trucks, like all that's the balloon arches, the Instagram moment. But the point of it was to like, get women in cars and so we get could like for, get a look at the car and like the content we got like i cannot wait to send it to every manufacturer and be like oh no so they, they like, we do care and like it's an yeah. army and like we're noticing yeah um yeah that was one thing that actually it was one of uh your friends who volunteered had said she was like i've just kind of heard like some side conversations as i'm like walking around and everyone just like knows what they're looking for they they they're like getting in the cars and they're they're noticing things that maybe she's like i've heard like maybe i wouldn't have noticed like before Mm -hmm. kelly so super cool that was like the most encouraging thing just like seeing how many people like got into the cars i know i loved that and i really didn't think and i can't believe like i'm even saying this but like i didn't expect people to get that excited about the cars I, the cars. that was our goal for sure but once the tickets started selling out and like especially from like all over the country i was like there was a moment where i was like is it to meet kelly or is it to see the cars and i and i was afraid it wasn't so much to see the cars a lot of people still wanted to meet but a lot of people want to do both but it was yeah it was the coolest thing in the world to just see people yeah all over the cars which was also felt good because we I mean, we put a lot more work into the cars than like, I mean, I just showed up. So like if so, but we put so much work into finding the cars Mm -hmm. and like working with the dealerships and it was just like, it was amazing. So like people started coming. I got so emotional because it was just like, yeah, Kelly started crying like immediately, but I just like couldn't believe that we pulled it off Mm -hmm. and that like, even before it started, it was like already going to be a successful event. Like I yeah. walked over to the registration table at like 145 and the parking lot was filled. Yeah. People were like dying to get it in. It was like it's most busy at like 215 yeah. and the event started at two. Like that was people were so, so excited mm-hmm. to get there. So um, we had like a whole balloon arch set up um, with like a little area where you could take your photo. And that was truly meant for people to get photos like of themselves at the event and it turned into like a kelly meet and greet which we weren't entirely expecting but was also really cool to see like the reach i really enjoyed getting to meet everybody and you got you it wasn't just take a photo walk it was you had a conversation with every single person i really tried to while still being mindful to like we did have a line but which i like you like lot of people are like lining up to see me i know like it just it's something that like i just don't understand i know um but we got so many like just heard so many encouraging messages and like i really in a way needed it mm-hmm. just because it's always like good to f- to feel like who your audience is and why you're doing it and one of like my favorite things that one of like some of my favorite interactions where there were some moms who brought some of their like older children like mm-hmm. 10 11 12 
And they were like, we love the carpool. Like we listen yeah. to the carpool every week. And this one mom told me, she's like, my daughter told me that she never knew she could care about cars so much. She's 10 years old. And I'm like, uh, like here Wait, we Was that the mom and her daughter with the matching carpool yes. shirts? They were so cute. They were darling. It was so, it was so, yeah, everyone turned, there were a ton of carpool shirts there. There were a ton, so many people were in Carmon Blue or just blue in general. Oh my gosh, no, like the pictures were so cute because I'm like, everyone's coordinating. I know. And I wore black and white, which I wanted to wear this Carmon Blue outfit that I had, but hindsight, I think the black and white looked better because then I didn't clash with anybody. Yeah. Because like you guys had the blue, I had the black and white. And we were like still branded girlies. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, Yeah, it was so cool i was gonna say something else but i just got something that i like really loved about it but i got i can't remember hmm. i don't remember what i was gonna say but we also had i want to talk about like the amount of people from out of state that oh came. my gosh we had someone come from seattle yeah by herself and yeah. she's in college like okay she was amazing yeah we had some people come from massachusetts from florida from colorado some girls like made it like a girls weekend no and they were like like i wish we could have made it a girls weekend I know, and th- that's one of our regrets i think like that we weren't able to like have a saturday happy hour or mm-hmm. like a sunday happy hour after it was just like we unfortunately did not outsource the cleanup and setup probably as much as like e- we probably but i didn't want to i didn't want to give no, that away I didn't, and i didn't like know how to do that like i think if we could have hired people to have moved it the way we wanted it but i wanted to do it yeah i wanted to do it too so i mean it just kind of was what it was but that that would have been nice to have found a way around that to do mm-hmm. that but unfortunately we weren't able to um but no it's because not because we didn't want to it because we were literally working <laughs> like the whole time yeah and then we had to like tear down as soon as because we the dealership was open the next the next morning Monday so we eight. had to have it all <laughs> put back together that night yeah um but anyway, it was just like such an incredible day. Like, so people want to know if we're going to do it again. Like that's like my number one question. Okay. I just want to say before that, I just like want to say thank you to everyone who came up, who came and showed out. And it was like so cool. Oh, I just remember what I was going to say. Oh, good. Um, I, knew, I knew you would. Yeah. So what I thought was one of my favorite parts about the event was just like, it's so, it's one thing to like receive a DM saying like how you know they appreciate what we're what we're doing the message like that means so much to me do not get me wrong having a person stand in front of you Mm -hmm. and look you in the eyes and say that i mean i cried multiple times multiple times and it was the coolest opportunity to get to talk to people face to face because when you just live in a virtual world sometimes it's hard to totally connect yeah connect a, a message to a person and like people see our faces every day but like we don't get to see their faces yeah that too so i really it was so it was just awesome it was awesome um did we talk about our vendors how good were our vendors our vendors were like so not good. to flex our but, like, sponsors were incredible our sponsors amazing continental tire weekends only a&n skin mockingbird suntrop like could not have done it with i mean dream team and talk about just like you know i mean you guys know how sponsorship works it's like they helped us pay for the expenses of the auto show Mm-hmm. because they think it's a good idea and like care about empowering women in auto so yeah. it's just like when you sponsor an event like that like it means it just means so much and like for continental like and the, the, it was so fun like the girls at continental who i work with they were like i just can't believe that like we were at the same event where they were giving away like boob stress balls because we had amelia aesthetics there yeah um 
and that was like their like gift they had like little boob stress yeah. they were hysterical she's like this is just so good for our brand and i'm yeah. like so it was just like it's vice versa like it's good for your brand it's good for my brand mm-hmm. and like they're just we're both trying yeah. to like empower each Continental other Continental will give out how many t- pairs of tires three different pairs three and they're like by the way i think we're gonna give out a bonus pair too and i'm like okay guys they were just like they were awesome awesome and um our vendors are really great we had vendors come in from all over they weren't just st louis vendors either mm-hmm. we had some from dallas drink mixy was from dallas uh m louise was from nashville nashville we had some we had a ton of st louis ones we had it was awesome yeah we had um bend and zap our permanent bracelets they were fun we had joya we had true candle kendra scott um, kendra scott i mean shop there she goes unbuckle me came i know we're forgetting some but they were awesome mm-hmm. so that was super fun um so yeah people want to know if we're gonna do it again yeah oh no 100 percent. i just don't know how we're gonna do it again there's a lot of trains of thought that we have to like work through the first being i want to re- we want to recreate it in another city <clears throat> how do we do that such a good question we don't know yeah and like, i'm fine like being transparent on this journey because like you know we have been so far mm-hmm. um i think i really liked doing it with a dealer group like our family's dealer group because you just had so much access to cars so like if we could find so my goal would be like to find a dealer group that has maybe like five or six locations that also like has other connections to other dealerships mm-hmm. um who would want to host it yeah in a different city and then i think i will also do a better job this time of reaching out to my manufacturer contacts and seeing if they will deliver cars to that city and now it'll be easier because like we have we'll have like we'll have proof of concept and we'll have footage we'll have like stats and numbers to share to people so that will be easier to i think get people to understand what it is but it would be cool to have the manufacturer sell it but there was something that i really liked so much about being able to see the exact dealer listing because i think that goes into the same thing of what a problem car shopping is right now because we did have a ford lightning there that ford lightning wasn't for sale you can't buy a ford lightning right now yeah but that 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 tahoe that was there that tiguan that atlas that was there you can buy that exact car literally so i thought that was something kind of unique that other auto shows obviously don't do because they have better resources than us but i actually really liked that touch of it no and i just i like i agree with you and i just like partnering with like good local family-owned dealerships like that's like a huge pillar of our content right so if i could like find a dealer group and like i'd love to go to dallas or indianapolis or those are probably my top two cities that i'd be most interested in going to first yeah and then just truly recreating it and like finding a lot maybe not a lot though because it was way too much work to move the cars yeah it was a lot of work um so that's on our goal i don't know like i am having a baby yeah so, so that sort of like throws a wrench into plans so we might if we do it next year i i don't know we're just gonna have to see how we feel and like what opportunities come our way like we're gonna say, you know we'll say yes what we can say yes to but i would imagine we'd probably do another if worst case scenario we would do another st louis one and maybe maybe it's even a thing of like connecting with local auto shows and being like hey this night this day is the car is the car mom day like we could even do yeah i don't know I kind of liked that idea, but I also kind of thought it was fun. What is it was like, I liked that I could arrange the lot how I wanted to. So yeah. instead of having like a Ford section, a Volvo section, it was like, here are the three row SUVs. Here are the comparable cars for, for you. Here are the minivans. Like, yeah. Line for you up- to be able to see like a Santa Fe and a Tiguan right next to each other and it'd be able to be like, 
Yeah. Which one do, which apples comparing apples to apples right then and there is super valuable yeah. and unique. So and I just also like thought the outdoor event of it all was fun. I thought the food yeah. trucks were fun. I mean, auto shows suck. Like, no offense, but like we go to them all I the know, time. It's just like the rain plan, Cal. Like that would stress me out. So it doesn't much. it's not gonna rain. Okay. But if it does rain, first of all, if it rains, bring an umbrella. It's not gonna thunderstorm. Oh, okay. Because that never happens. No, 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 That would never happen. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, we, I mean, you guys tell us. Like, I know, like, not everyone like is dying to like make the trip to St. Louis, but it was just like that. That's what's like stopping me from like just picking up and like doing one in LA next weekend. I just like felt like I would need to find the right dealer partner, and it's also it's not just finding a dealer group that would do it. It was finding a deal. I mean, because basically what you're asking of these dealerships is, hey, let me come to your lot. Let me rearrange everything. I don't want any salespeople there, though. Like the goal is not for you to sell cars. The yeah. goal is just to, so it's just like from a dealer's perspective, I think some of them could be like, what's in it for me? Yeah. But also it's like, what do you mean? With, like, what's not in it for you? Like, yeah, it would be all of your cars at your location. You could be like a title sponsor of the event. There's a lot in it for you. And that's a sales pitch right there. Honestly. Yeah. So it's just finding like the right dealer partners and then. From there, it's hiring the event planners, finding the vendors, and just, like, doing it all. Yeah. I actually think doing it in other cities would probably be a little bit less lift on us. Because we would have to outsource so much Yeah, so it. much yeah. more. Yeah, but either way, for sure, would love to do, even if we do exactly what we did again in, you know, year threes when we do something crazy, like, for sure, want to do this again. Yeah, like, it's definitely, like, we're going to, yeah, it's, it, the car model is a thing. So, like, if you didn't make it this year, like, we will do it again. Yeah. Um, And it'll just look different. It, because it'll be better next year you know what i mean absolutely okay are we done you want to that's that's it that's the auto show guys it was awesome okay i have some industry news that just like it's kind of pressing okay okay liz i've got three stories that i just like they're kind of quake worthy if i'm being honest oh my gosh hit me with them okay the first is a collab because two companies are working to build out an EV charging network. The two companies are Hertz Rental Cars and BP. Okay. Hertz with BP's goal of operating more than 100,000 chargers by 2023, 90% of which will be fast charging. So we just like love to see Hertz X BP, an oil giant, and also like a gas station being like, oh. Where you have to figure this let's out. Let's maybe like... That's and that's an interesting conversation to have because we talk so much about the manufacturers and not at all about the gas stations. I know. I so anyway, Hertz plans to and this is also some more about Hertz. Hertz plans to electrify a quarter of its rental car fleet by the end of 2024. A quarter of its fleet by the end of 2024. Wow. Um so anyway, just like we'll like continue to like watch this little cute story, mm-hmm. but we love a Hertz collab. XBP. And I'm glad to see BP being like, maybe let's get some chargers. Because what do you think is... Are we just going to like put fast chargers at gas stations? I guess. But also like if a fast charger takes, even like to get some miles, like you're still there 18 minutes. Mm-hmm. So I think like from a business standpoint, they're going to be like, that's where I think like those like Wally's and Bucky's are like, I could spend 18 minutes in Bucky's. Oh, easy day. But it's easy like, day. I couldn't spend 18, could I spend 18 minutes in Quick Trip? I don't think no. so. No. So it's just like, what's going to be like, are we just going to have these more like mega EV stations pop mm-hmm. up? And then another thing I, I was thinking. I kind of see like the quick, actually quick trip is like they have the quick trip kitchen, like maybe having more of like yeah. less grab and go more like, hey, here's some solid food. It's going to take 15 minutes to make. And I think what's like another interesting thing is, you know, at some businesses, they have chargers so like some hot if you work at a hospital, hmm. but like it's not every spot. So it's going right. to be kind of interesting is like 
California, you know, being like, okay, dramatic. Twenty third, what they say, twenty thirty five. So it's like, how many? Like, are as an employee, if you like, you want to charge at work or you need to charge at work, is it going to be like you're never going to get an EV charging spot? Are they going to just put more and more EV charging spots? Is it going to be like, hey, you can park here for thirty minutes and then you have to move? Like, it's just going to be like interesting to see what that means for workplaces because I think right now it's like cool because not everyone has an EV. So if you have an EV, you can maybe charge at work. Yeah. Um, same kind of understanding with like apartment complexes. Like there's a little bit of a controversy going on with like who's responsible for putting the charging stations at apartment oh, complexes. Yeah. Cause like, is it the landlord or the person who owns the building? Should it be by the individual? Should it be by the right. government? So just like, you know, more just like, that's what, that's where when people are like saying there's infrastructure issues. It's like, this is what we mean. It's just like, yeah, who's doing it? Who's paying for it? Right. And how many do we really, do we really truly need? Right. Yeah. Okay. Next story. That was my only EV story today. This is funny. <laughs> this is by Car and Driver. Forty thousand Ford F one fifty trucks may be missing their blue oval badge. The automaker reported. So basically, there's a shortage. The oh, Wall Street gosh. Journal reports that Ford expects to be sitting on forty to forty five thousand trucks at the end of the third quarter because it doesn't have enough badges to put on them. Like think like the giant blue Ford yeah. badge. Yeah. The problem might not be related to the supply chain disruptions caused by the pandemic. Instead, the cause might be a chemical spill in Michigan last month by Tribar, a company that supplied badges to Ford in the past and needed to limit operations temporarily. Ford reportedly considered update using 3D printing technology to provide short-term replacement badges, but didn't think the quality would be good enough. So, Cra- laugh like, out loud. Yeah, it's just so many things. So I don't totally know if like they're going to deliver them and like they're going to I mean, let me be clear. They're going to put a badge on it because they want their badge on their car. Right. So it's just like, are you guys going to sit on them? Because like if I had an F-150 on order and I was waiting for the Ford badge, I'd be like, give me my car. Yeah. Yeah. And send like it to me later. Put the stupid 3D printed one on it and like then send me the good one when it's ready. Yeah, I would agree. Like, how can the quality not be good enough on the badge of the car? At least not even temporarily. Like, I'm not totally buying that argument. Yeah. Because hmm. like I've a, I've also like seen a Ford badge in person. Like I have all. Well, I, I do have, like, wonder too, like how much that costs. How much that costs for them to send them all and then get the new. Like it could be I money. Think, th- it could be a money I know, thing. But I think it's like don't you took the orders. No, I so, like, I them. I agree. But like if we don't think it's the quality, it's like what is it? Could be money. I don't know. Yeah, hard to. I, and say. I just like don't know like the like the financials, but just like it does seem like. It's like, we'll just make it work. It's like you like made promises to people. So it's like, oh, sorry. Like you have to like, I just think money fixes a lot of problems. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. So pay more for the badges then and get them on and get people their, their cars. Yeah, I just, I don't know what it is. It's just a guess. Okay. Last story. Okay. So this was a new, um, this is, this is a lot. There's, there's a lot to break down here. Volkswagen's Volkswagen Gen travel concept will help you sleep on the goal. goal. Let me say that again please volkswagen's gen travel concept will help you sleep on the go volkswagen's rad looking autonomous concept car has reconfigurable interior where seats become beds so i want to say this clear this is not a production vehicle this is a concept this concept is all about autonomous relaxation so like you guys have all seen those like wild futuristic like concept looking cars that that's all this is and we can definitely post this on the carpool but there's something called the overnight setup 
There's something also called the conference setup where the four seats can like all face each other and like a large table can come up. And it's just like pushing the boundaries of like what is next. So it says, obviously, the Gen Travel is not a production intent project. This concept merely gives us a vision at what Volkswagen imagines for the future. Um, but the company says individual features may later be transferred to a series of vehicles. So like, is it someone's entire job to just sit here and like daydream like what cars could potentially look like? Because if so, I want that job. It looks like a tanning bed, kind of. <laughs> just show Elizabeth the picture. Um, yeah, it kind of looks like a tanning bed. Uh, interesting. Okay. Um, again, I think it's kind of like we've talked about this before. It's like it's runway and ready to wear. So, yeah. I also think it's like, I think, because like, how am I trying to say this? Like, sci-fi books are really popular. Like, like movies about like dystopian universes are really like exciting and fun to watch. I feel like that's what concept cars are. I feel like they are a what if one day sci-fi moment because that's that's not going to happen. No, I think and it's like press because I mean like now, oh, I'm, yeah, now, now, now we're now talking, I'm talking about, about it. it. Um, it's just gonna, but it is gonna be interesting to see like fifty years from now, like what vehicles look like. Yeah. And I think people are trying to like guess one what people are gonna want, what people are gonna be ready for, how much we're actually driving. Yeah. One thing that Dad's always said, which I think is an interesting way to think about the future of autonomous vehicles, is how we could live in a world where like families have one vehicle mm-hmm. because the car comes back to you. So yeah. like a car spends ninety. I think I don't know the exact stat, but like they say the car spends around ninety percent of its life parked. So like what a waste of a car, right? Right. So it's like what if. You know, you had the family car and like it took mom to the gym at six o'clock. Then it came back and picked up and then mom came back and it picked up the kids and then it took the kids to school and then it came back and then it took dad to work and then it came back and then it picked up the kids. at three. And it's just like, yeah, it's like we have this car that can you can like call the car to come to you, which is a while. And then like you could have like one car families because yeah. the car can drive itself back. Have so like it's just like, I don't know. Yeah. It's like it is fun to like think about it. Yeah, but yeah, absolutely fascinating okay now it's time for our just a drive through and we have a, a voicemail sent in if you want to leave your own voicemail you can do so at 959 carpool hey besties this is delaney from right here in st louis with a copycat recipe for my time working at the old spaghetti factory the main ingredient is a car mom staple of brown butter the dish is called mazithra cheese and brown butter and it's an easy, delicious pasta meal. You cook the pasta of your choosing. I gravitate towards angel hair for this one. Brown butter up for your sauce and grate up mazithra cheese. That's hard to say and spell, so it's M-I-Z-I-T-H-R-A. And I've had luck finding that in the fancy cheese sections at grocers. The hard white cheese, so look near the Parmesan. Cook the pasta, brown the butter, and mix it all together. You can toss in broccoli or Italian sausage, however you want to customize it, but it's great on its own. Uh, love the podcast and love other STL girlies, so keep pushing P. Thanks. <laughs> I forgot about pushing P. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I have no idea what that cheese is, but I really like that she spelled it and also told us where to find it in the grocery store, and that was very helpful. No, and I think like that's the kind of thing where it's like nothing about that recipe sounded groundbreaking. I feel like I've made that before, so like it must be this cheese. And I, I, I mean that in a good way. It's just yeah. like I don't think I've ever like, made. I don't think I've ever used brown butter as my sauce. No, well, butter you're right. noodles, no, 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 I guess. no, 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 no. You're right. I haven't either. But I'm just saying that those are those are all ingredients I have that I'm just like not 
what am I trying to say here? I'm saying good ingredients matter. Absolutely. To make a killer recipe. So I'm excited to try that one. Me too. And sometimes just like, it sounds like to me, um, gourmet butter noodles. And butter noodles, gourmet or not, are always hit. So thank you for that. And Kel, that's our show. And what a show it was, Elizabeth. So thank you so much for listening to the Carpool Podcast. Please be sure to leave us a review, leave us five stars, subscribe, and follow us on Instagram at the Carpool. Thank you for listening to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed riding with us, tell everybody you know. There's room in the car for everyone.